Well, thank you guys for that warm welcome. I really appreciate it. It makes me feel super loved. Um, I also want to thank Matt and Jackie for like letting me speak, obviously. Um, it's a great honor to like speak in front of all of you guys. Um, and I love the opportunity to just like continue to work on um, just like preaching and speaking and all that sort of stuff. That's something that I'd love to do and continue to do. Um, and so I'm excited. So right now I'm gonna pray and then we're gonna jump in. So Lord, I thank you so much. God, I thank you for your word. God, I thank you for your people. I thank you for your kids. Lord God, that you um, have a specific thing that you want to speak to them about tonight. Lord, whether it's for one person in this room, Lord, whether it's for every single person in this room, Lord, I pray that the, the words that come out of my mouth, Lord God, the words that I speak tonight, Lord God, are directly from you. Lord God, that everything that comes out of my mouth, Lord God, would glorify you. And Lord, that if anything is tempted to come out of my mouth that does not, Lord, that you would shut me up. Lord, may you be glorified tonight. We praise you and we thank you, God. Amen. Also, love the pajamas. I'm serious, though. If anybody, if anybody falls asleep, like whack them. We won't, we won't be having that. Okay. So, um, so almost everybody here, except for a few, um, are Gen Z. Almost, maybe. Almost everybody. Yes, no, maybe. Um, I don't really know. I feel like we're sort of on the fringe. Anyway. Um, but almost all of, all of us are like right up in there, right? Um, and all of us, Gen Z, lower, upper, whatever, grew up with media. We were inundated with shows, movies, books, the internet, literally from such a young age. For me, that meant watching and reading a lot of stuff, even stuff that was not good for me. And when I like something, I really like it. Ask me about a handful of things. Literally any of the stickers on the back of my computer. Yes, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Marvel. Just ask me a question, and I really like it. I desire to get my hands on more of, it, more of it, thus experiencing more and more media. That being said, in middle school, I was one of those kids who devoured books. I definitely didn't always like to read, but once I started to find books I actually enjoyed around the age of 11, I never stopped. Um, I started reading stuff like Anne of Green Gables, The Giver, Lord of the Rings at that age. Um, I would become obsessed with characters and their storylines, and I constantly wanted more. But sometimes there wasn't more, so I started reading fan fiction. I craved the familiar, but I also wanted more of what I loved. So personally, I love world building, especially in worlds that are so different from mine. I wanted to read the struggle that Peter had after coming back from Narnia and being trapped in a young man's body once again. That's so interesting to me. He's being told what to do by adults, what goes through his head. And somebody had written that. Like, what is it like in Luke's Jedi school? I don't know, but somebody wrote about it. What it, would it be like if a character was older or younger? What was that like? I was curious, I wanted to know. And so I started to read it. But unfortunately, this led to a serious addiction in my life. It felt like I couldn't go one day without checking to see if there was a new story or if any of the stories I was reading had updated. I also started reading the news and other stories on Snapchat and scrolled through Instagram every single day. My life felt controlled by it. I know all of us have scrolled on social media for longer than we planned to. Maybe you started watching a movie that you knew you should turn off, but let's put that in the back. 
but you continue to watch it until the end. You might be like me in that you can't go one day without scrolling through social media, checking social media, playing a game, reading fanfic, starting, staring mindlessly off into space as a show plays in the background. The point is, I believe all of us have felt this way with media, some form of media at some point in time. Video games, music, movies, shows. It becomes so important to us that we feel like we have to scroll. I mean, how else am I supposed to know what's going on with my friends and my favorite celebrities? We have to listen. Like, their new song is out, why not? We have to play that video game. How else am I supposed to play with my friends and hang out with them? And yet we still feel empty. We scroll and we scroll and we scroll and we scroll, staring at our screens, watching TikTok after TikTok, reel after reel, story after story, jumping from one YouTube um, video to the next until it's four in the morning, and we wonder where all that time went. But we know exactly where it went, and we're tired, and we lament our exhaustion, but we know exactly why we feel the way that we do. God addresses this in 1 John. The author, who most believed to be the Apostle John, is writing to a church that was discouraged and falling away. They had other things on their minds, but in encouragement, John writes in 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, Do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that's in the world, the, the desires of the flesh and the... Bleh, the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away, along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. The word says that those who love the things in the world do not have the love of the Father in them. That's not to say that you can't enjoy music or shows or movies or games, but these things aren't always good. And we have to look at everything through the lens of, does it bring me closer to God? Or does it take his place? If, you're, if we're more concerned with the desires of our flesh than God's desires, then we've got it wrong. If we care more about the stuff we have or the things that we've done than we care about God's desires, then we've got it wrong. If we're more concerned with what we see and what we want than God's desires, then we've got it wrong. Have any of these things become an idol in your life? Not only was I addicted to reading fan fiction, watching the news on Snapchat and scrolling through Instagram, but these things led to sin in my life. First of all, idolatry, duh. But I can be a bit of a romantic. Ask me about it. Anyway, <laughs> and the stories I started reading were bad and only got <laughs> worse. I'm not even joking. <laughs> so the things I would watch and read on Snapchat and Instagram would not build me up, but actually started to instead impact my mind. My thoughts started to go places I never expected them to, impacting the way I looked at the people around me. Even though I didn't want it to be, my mind was filled with sexual thoughts, constantly. And I had to constantly fight the things that would come into my mind as I spent time with family and friends. I also began to question if I could trust them with the things that I struggled with. Would they fight for me? Would they help? Would they turn me away? Would they say that there was something wrong with me? I felt like sexual addiction, in when women in particular, was not talked about. So I was just like, okay, there's this addiction that I have to media. There's this addiction that I have to like sexual things. What's going to happen here? And I can't talk to anybody about it. Who could I talk to? What would they know? Would they know what to do about it? 
I began to question some of my beliefs, and in some moments, even my sexuality, and I questioned whether or not God was good. Media has such a profound impact on us. We're constantly consuming it, yet we believe it doesn't impact our thoughts, our perspectives, our beliefs about ourselves, others, or God. And the truth is, it does. It does. And what we watch, what we listen to, and what we endorse matters. This slave keeps falling down, you guys, and I swear. So, Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. This was a verse that freaking saved my life. <laughs> like, no joke. I would constantly be like, okay, this thought, this thought, this thought. Is it any of these things? Nope. Okay, we're going to try to skirt it. <laughs> we're going to try to get around it. And sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But for me, this was an eight-year battle. Eight years that I didn't talk about it with anybody. Eight years that I suffered with this stuff in silence and had this addiction. From like 11 to like, well... The addiction probably started at like 12 or 13 to like 21. It was legit. And I didn't talk to anybody. Praise the Lord that I've been freed from things that held on to me for so long. However, that doesn't stop me from having to renew my mind every single day. I still have things pop into my mind from things that I read whenever I was 15. I still have things pop into my mind from things that I've seen on the internet. Images that have just popped up on Pinterest or Instagram or something. And I'm just like, I have to fight that every single day. Even though I'm not chained by that addiction anymore, every day I have to make a choice of what I'm going to give my attention to, what I'm going to allow to impact my thinking, and the thoughts I'm not going to allow to stay in my mind. But how can we guard our hearts, our minds, our thoughts, if we aren't guarding against what's coming in? Ephesians 5, 15 through 16 says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, because the days, making the best use of time, because the days are evil. How do we live wisely? And what does it mean when it says the days are evil? And D class, you guys got a little bit of this yesterday, which was really fun. Um, but we are filling our lives with something, anything, everything. When we live wisely, we guard what we let in, what we think about. If you aren't guarding your heart, anything can fill it. If you aren't guarding your mind, the same thing will happen. Anything that's not godly will lead you in a different direction. And anything that leads you away from God is evil. It distracts us. It pulls us away. Our days are then forfeit and we haven't gained anything. Like we've talked about over the last few weeks, what you give your time to, you worship. That means watching what I watch, what I listen to, what I spend my time and my attention on. For some of you, certain scenes in a movie don't bother you. Congratulations, you're officially more holy than I am. But seriously, we all have things we struggle with. I knew I should have given that a second. Okay. <laughs> but seriously, we do. We all have things we struggle with. We all have things we feel convicted about. I know for a fact that every single one of us is impacted by the music we listen to, the shows we watch, social media we scroll through, the time we spend on video games and other social media or media in general. 
Personally, that means I won't watch gore or sexy scenes in movies. I won't listen to music with a ton of curse words. I feel like I can't. It doesn't edify me. It doesn't encourage me. It doesn't build me up. It doesn't lift me up. Does that mean that other people have the same convictions? No. But does that mean we should pressure others into watching or listening to something that they feel uncomfortable with? Or shame them because they have different convictions? Also no. What has God called you to guard your heart and your mind against? To each of us, I want to ask, is there something in your life that you feel you cannot get away from or can't live without? If so, that thing is likely an idol in your life. It has control. And the word says in 1 John 5, 21, little children, keep yourselves from idols. I love this verse because it's so simple. Little kids, like little children, you're God's kids. He loves you. Keep yourselves from idols. But it's such a strong statement. Idolatry is literally anything we take, our focus is on God. Anything that takes our focus away from God and that we put in the chair, we put on the throne, is an idol. Anything that has more of our time, more of our energy, more of our focus is an idol. But it just says, really simply, little children, keep yourselves from idols. God has so much more for you than being bound by media. That's not what your life is for. Whether social media, YouTube, music, porn, shows, whatever, your life is not meant to be lived for that thing. It does not have control over you, and it should not have control over you. I cared more about media than I did about God. That's many of our problem. I could go full days without praying, reading my Bible, or telling others about Jesus. But I couldn't go one day without checking to see uh, checking up on social media or reading to see if any new stories had dropped. I had an idol in social media and in fan fiction. If we care more about media than we do about the Lord, that's an idol in our life. I also want to ask everyone to examine the things you watch, listen to, read. Even if it's not an idol, does it benefit you? We have this really awesome thing that we do and use in uh, Chi Alpha. It's called 6810. We look at first Chronicles, my Corinthians, my brain. I said it's Corinthians, and then I went, nope. First Corinthians, sorry. <laughs> First Corinthians, chapter 6, chapter 8, and chapter 10. There's a verse in each of those. Um, and we go through those, talk to any life group leader, any staff member. Um, and we ask, does it benefit you? Does it encourage you? Socially, physically, intellectually, emotionally. Does that thing have control over your life? Does it help you spiritually? If the answer to any of those questions is no, you need to reevaluate if that thing is beneficial for your life. Is it a stumbling block for someone else? Is it causing you to sin? If the answer is yes to either of those things, you might need to reevaluate the value you put on that thing. Does it need to be cut out of your life? Does it need to be lowered? What we watch matters. What we listen to matters. If it's not building us up, it's tearing us down. I swear, you guys, I, as I was preparing for this, um, and I wasn't going to sing this, but <laughs> you're welcome. Um, as I was preparing for this, I was reminded of a song that we would sing in, like, Sunday school, whenever I was maybe, like, six, right? And some of you may know it, some of you may not. 
Um, but it goes like this. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. For the Father up above is looking down with love. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. For the Father up above is looking down with love. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. The song goes on telling our tongue to be careful what it says, our hands to be careful what they do, our feet to be careful where they go, our heart to be careful whom we trust, and finally our mind. Oh, be careful, little mind, what you think. Oh, be careful, little mind, what you think. For the Father up above is looking down with love. Oh, be careful, little mind, what you think. Thank you. But this kept going through my head constantly, and I was just reminded of this because, as a kid, it seems simple, right? It's so easy. We're just like, there's not a bunch of things, like bad things to think about or see or do or whatever. And it's like, it's fine, you know? But I love this because we're constantly faced with all of these different things. Boop, boop, boop. The song is even more accurate today for us and for our lives. We have to be careful what we give power over us and what we allow to stay because we have a God who loves us, has great plans for us, and doesn't want to see us trapped by our thoughts. Imagine if all of us had Jesus as our foundation, like we've been talking about for the last few weeks. What if he was the one on the throne, and we filtered all the things we watch, listen to, read, through what he says? I think our lives would look rad radically different. But I enjoy it. It's not that bad. Yeah, but does it honor God? It's not like I watch or listen to anything and it, that impacts other people. Like, it doesn't hurt anybody. For the longest time, I thought my addiction in certain media's hold on my life was a me problem and that it wouldn't impact those around me. I was wrong. <laughs> it impacted my views on God, my message to others, because through that whole time, I still claimed to be a Christian. I still claimed, like, all these things, and I firmly believed that I was. I was just constantly going through this struggle. But it impacted my message, what I said to other people, the things I allowed myself to watch and endorse. It impacted my attitude as well. If you were to ask my family if I'm different now from when I was in school, they would say 100% absolutely yes. I was the same person, but I had a secret, and it made me sneaky and cynical at times. I was a bully to my sisters, and I was prideful at the same time. I was wrought with emotion and had no idea what to do with it all. The things you do do not just impact you. I think if we put Jesus on the throne and filtered everything through what he said, we would get such better sleep. Let me just start with that. I also think that we would feel more free to talk to one another about our struggles. We would live less in comparison and have more joy. And people would look at us and be able to tell that we were different. Our lives would be marked by him. And he would be glorified in them. We need a perspective shift when it comes to media. So, I want to ask you a few questions. Number one, it's a series of questions actually, but what has a hold of your life? Is there something that has too much control that you need to kick off the throne of your heart and your mind 
Is there something you haven't told anybody about? Something that you've been struggling with even like just by yourself? Whether it be with media, whether it be something else, whether it be like a video game addiction, whether it be a serious porn addiction, whether it be like an addiction to literally anything and everything, even just Instagram, anything like that. What has a hold of your life? Number two, what's taking up your time? Are you more willing to spend your time on social media than anything else? Are you more willing to watch YouTube video after YouTube video? Does it consume your day? Or are you spending your time in the word, in prayer, in worship? And third, what are you endorsing? Are you watching things that would cause others to stumble? Are you encouraging others to watch or read things that could lead them to sin? Do you even know what your friends struggle with? Do you try not to watch things that could harm them? And if they're like, no, man, I don't really want to watch that, do you push them? Do you be like, no, man, it's going to be a great movie, it's fine. And they're like, yeah, sure, okay, I'll go watch it. And you just sort of gloss on by. Do you know? So we're going to pray. And if you're struggling with or need prayer for any of these things, honestly, I would love for you to come. We have awesome staff that can pray over you, awesome leaders. Um, It's a really simple message. But just know, first of all, as somebody who struggled with addiction, with sexual addiction, with, like, social media addiction in general, you're not alone. As a woman who's speaking this as well, you are not alone in that. And there are people who will walk with you who will not just push you to the side or be like, that's your problem, or no, you're a bad Christian. No, you're not alone. And we want to walk with you through that. And we want to love you through that. And if media is something that's just controlling your life in one way or another, talk with people. Talk with us. We'd love to help keep you accountable with that. Talk to your friends. So we're going to invite Jackie to come play. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, if you need prayer, come on down. um, And then we're going to pray. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. And then Matt. So, Lord, I thank you so much for who you are. God, I thank you that even in this, to me, what seems like such a simple message, to me what feels like has just been my life for so long, God, you are so good. God, you see us, you know us, you have not forgotten about us, Lord, in our struggle and the things that hold on to us, Lord, or have held on to us for so long. God, you have not given up on us, Lord, you have not let go of us. And I thank you, God, that you are good. Lord, you are a redeemer. Lord, you are our savior. You are our Lord. And God, I pray that if there's anybody in here who's still struggling, Lord, to let go, to put you on the throne of their lives, Lord, and just holding on to secret sin, Lord, I pray that right now they will come down and share that with other people. Lord, but not only them, Lord, we don't want them to just feel like, oh, I have to go shout that in front of everybody. But, Lord, those people who just feel like media is also just seriously controlling their lives, Lord God. Um, We're just watching multitudes and multitudes and multitudes of things, Lord God, YouTube, um, Instagram, TikToks, all day long, every single day. Lord, may you be glorified in our lives. You are so much better than anything, Lord God, we can scroll through each and every day. Lord, video games, even books. Lord God, and may everything that we read, Lord, everything that we watch, everything that we listen to, Lord God, be filtered through your word, Lord, filtered through 
um, just your spirit, Lord God. And if there's anything that we don't need to be listening to, if we, that we don't need to be watching, that we don't need to be doing, God, may you be glorified. Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you're doing. So, yeah, if you want to come down for prayer, you can do that right now. Um, God, we just love you. We thank you.